0: Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, now. It is picked up by the line, coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30, it's at the 40. Drink it in, 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 man. Rolls to the right, Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there, Enzo. Caught. Touchdown to Cordy, Marvin Jones. Drink it in, drink it in. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Cornbread. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Uh. Detroit Kool Aid, Detroit Kool Aid drinkers, what is going on? It is a Wednesday solo here. Shaboy Oakry at Derek Oakry on Twitter. Now, as you probably. Picked up on the first week of the month. Basically, we go solo here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. It's partly because, you know, I can't take four straight weeks of Grifka. Three weeks of Grifka is way too much. So I carved out a solo show where I don't have to be uh, bothered by his nonsense. And I can sit here and talk Detroit Lions. So I'm super happy to talk Lions here today with you guys. I got a fun show. Sometimes we're all over the place. I kind of want to stick on two main topics today. One is I got a big free agent signing the Detroit Lions are going to bring in, and I want to talk about other free agents that are still out there. I mean, we're coming out of this uh, lockdown that the state of Michigan has been on and and the rest of the world for that matter. I feel like there's going to be some moves in the NFL. And I think our Lions are going to be one of those teams that's going to make a big time move. And we'll talk about it here in a moment. So no real big news and notes on the Detroit Lions. I mean, we haven't had any extensions for Kenny Galladay, Taylor Decker, you know, the Lions in regards to training camp. It looks like they're going to be at Allen Park. There were some talks about them maybe taking a uh, trip to one of these other states or, or one of these other Places to do training camp. I put out on Twitter. I thought that might be an interesting idea. Get away, kind of quarantine in a new spot. Uh, you know, some real team bonding the NFL has said that all teams will be uh, have to train at their own facilities, uh, which, which makes some sense as well as probably is a little bit of a safer option. And uh, I'm all for that as well. So I, I just hope, you know, I think i talked about it. I, on my believe B L E A V in lions podcast, which drops on Monday. I had a little bit of a take for five, 10 minutes there about what I think 2020 football might look like. And I, I, I just want football to go off as scheduled if it's training camp going off when it starts, but there's no fans, no problem. If we get our games uh, early September there as scheduled, no problem. Even with no fans, no problem. Um, You know, I I just want to see this new Lions team with the players they've added as well as, you know, I'm totally fine with taking a just a, a messed up year when it comes to no fans in stadiums, lots of other issues, lots of player, you know, things that hoops, they got to jump through to be able to make this happen. But I definitely think they can make it happen and they will make it happen because of the money on the line and because of the, the fact that the country loves football, the NFL is king and I'm just hoping they don't, uh, you know, be overly cautious, which I think we can be at times where we're just sitting there. Worrying about worst case scenario or not being proactive enough to come up with the answers to do the things that we want to do or or the country needs to do. It's kind of like you can be safe and you can have lots of parameters in place to make things safe and still do things like play our professional sports, you know, be able to go certain places, do certain things without just acting like it's the same that it was four months ago. Cause it's not, and it's not going to be for the next, gosh, I'm probably saying this whole calendar year of 2020, I'm just assuming is going to be n- not normal, not the same that we're used to. I'm going to have restrictions. I'm going to have things I don't like doing, like wearing a mask, gloves, you know, keeping out of certain places that I like to go, not seeing uh, big groups of friends and family, but th- that's how it is. That's how it's got to be. And I think if people just accept that and say, hey, by 2021, hopefully there's a vaccine. Hopefully we're good to go. Um, you know, we can return to normal, but we can still have sports. We can still have football. And I really hope the Lions hit the field as scheduled in 2020. Um, I think they have a really interesting football team. I've talked about on other shows. The defense is a kind of a wait-and-see and and, and show-me type of thing, but I do think they've upgraded in certain spots. They were smart, too, to add guys that know the system, that are veterans. I think that's going to help them rather than having an ultra – You know, young team or or depending on a ton of rookies, I do love their rookie class. I mean, from rounds picks one to four, those first three rounds, even into rounds four and five, I thought they did really well. I think you'll see lots of good things from those prospects and adding that to the young veterans, as well as some of the playmakers they have on this team, I think bodes well. I think we never saw the real Detroit Lions in 2019, even in the beginning of the year because of people that were holding out or not in shape or having issues we just never we never saw what I think we can see out of this team. I mean we got a, a great signal caller that can throw it all around the yard. We know, we have a running game now. We already had weapons on the outside and it just comes down to that defense being Average, better than average. I mean, I think uh, our boy here in Detroit's uh, some people's boy. I don't know if he's my boy. Uh, Dan Orlovsky, Matt Stafford's boy, um, <laughs> went on saying if the if the defense is anywhere even average or just around a average, that they'll be a playoff team. And I kind of subscribe to that as well. I mean, get a few turnovers, uh, you know, not be such a sieve in the passing game, as well as get some pressure on the quarterback and just do what you were doing offensively before Stafford went down with pieces like DeAndre Swift now in the ball game and your three wideouts back and, you know, a young guy like Cephas and Hawkinson in year too. I think it bodes really well. So, again, no real big news and notes except for the next chat. I mean, I don't have a breaking news, but we might as well come up with something or or add something if I could right here because I'm here to tell you, The Detroit Lions need to, they must, and they will. The Detroit Lions are going to come out of the woodwork and sign Jadavion Clowney, the big defensive end, the number one overall pick, the guy that is the top free, he's been the top free agent since free agency started, and he's still out there, I mean, it makes so much sense, and I'm going to tell you why. Now, I know a lot of people are you're breaking your your phone or, or your uh, car stereo wherever you're listening to this. You're saying, but David Clowney's always hurt. He he doesn't even have that many sacks. Like, okay, do you know that we have basically two defensive ends on this whole team? You know, do, do you know that we need couldn't rush the quarterback where a damn last year? So to get a 27-year-old, this guy turned 27 in February. He will not be 28 until this football season is complete. Shadavian Clowney is 6'5", 255 plus pounds. He was the number one overall pick. This guy, he made $8 million in 2019. That's it. He's only been in the league, I think it's four uh what is he, four or five seasons somewhere in that range? I mean, this is a young guy. He's disruptor in college. You go watch him, I don't care what the stat sheet says in regards to the number of sacks. That's a that's a total griff could take. Oh, he only had three sacks last year. If you watch Seattle Games This guy showed up on on lots of different plays. He blew up plays. He's all over the football field. He's getting lots of quarterback pressures. He's just a physical specimen at the position. And last time I checked, the Detroit Lions have Trey Flowers. And that's it. Like, uh, okay, Romeo Quara, I like you. You had a terrible year last year. You better come back and play good football. But I still need more defensive ends than you two. I mean, what are you going to play Deshaun Hand at defensive end? Okay, there's another body. I mean, he's got stuff to prove as well. I like him as a player. I still need more players. So to add Clowney, here's the thing with Clowney. Clowney's turned down what? The Cleveland Browns. I mean, he's he's been offered things at Seattle, I believe. He hasn't went there. There's been rumors about the Titans. Clowney can come here to Detroit start day one at the other defensive end position from from Trey Flowers. We have the money. Somebody was talking about Clowney the other day and said, well, he's got go to go to the Browns or he's got to go back to Seattle because nobody has uh, the type of money he's looking for at this point in the game. The Detroit Lions have that money. They could pay him one year $15 million. They could pay him a Ziggy contract of one year $18 million. They need a defensive end. They need a pass rusher. They need a disruptor. They need a young guy. Hey, if Clowney loves it here, you're telling me you wouldn't keep him for years 28 and 29 of his career? He could still rush the passer at that age. He could still do some things. Um, I I think it makes too much sense to just give him a one-year deal, 12, anywhere from 12 to 16, 17, even upwards to $18 million. I would do it. Um, Now, there's a caveat to this, and I'm talking Bob Quinn right now. I feel like Bob Quinn would say, you know, if I can get Kenny locked down, if I can, you know, maybe even get Decker locked down or get those guys on on decent deals long term, as well as maybe free up more cap space as of now, because that's how the crazy NFL cap works. It's like, hey, we got... Um, However much now, let me pull up what the Lions have. I don't even I don't even have it in front of me, but I'm curious. I, I swear they're around 30 some million dollars just sitting there. So if you restructure those guys and get those two guys long term deals, which I feel the Lions want to keep Kenny and want to keep Decker, I would be a proponent of keeping both of those players. Are, is Kenny a top 10 receiver in all the NFL? No, I don't think so. If if you want to check out my fantasy football article I just wrote on Kenny Galladay for USA Today Lions Wire, you can check that out at um, USA Today Lions Wire, where I said, man, this guy's being talked about as a top 10 receiver in fantasy football. I can't put him there. And, and in the same breath, I said, Kenny Galladay is one of my favorite players in the league. I mean, this is a guy that, Has everything you want. He's a humble beast. He he catches touchdowns. He's he can go up and get the football. He's just gotten better and better every year. But he's not a game changer. He's not a guy that you can just put the whole team on his back type of guy. So you'd have to work out a contract where, yeah, you give him a huge bump. What does he make? Like a million dollars right now? Yeah, yeah, you can give him a bump. I think he got a bump maybe into the two, three range based on, you know, his performance, but yeah, you can boost him anywhere, you know, above 10 million dollars, but you start getting higher than that. I mean, I'm not willing to pay him like a top 8 receiver. Um it's just one of those tricky ones where you want to be able to work something out with the guy, but you don't want to do it to detriment the long term of your team, same with Taylor Decker. This is for you, Grifka. Taylor Decker. Is an average to above average left tackle? Can you go improve that position? Yes, you can. Is it going to cost you a high draft asset? Yes, it is. If it, if you're going to go find one, it's going to cost you upwards of sixteen plus million dollars to get a better football player than him. So, would I like to keep Taylor Decker here at a at a lesser cost? Yes, I would. Do I think Taylor Decker can play left tackle in the NFL? Yes, I do. And I don't think that using another resource makes very much sense. So if Bob Quinn can get those two guys signed and then that somehow even boost what they currently have in regards to uh free money. Yes. I think then he'd take the big swing that he hasn't taken. He'd go out and get Jadavion Clowney, put him at the other end and say, see all you people that didn't think we were addressing edge rusher at all. All of you that think all we care about is coverage and inside rush from our defensive tackles. Oh, yeah, why just put another beast on the other side of uh, Trey Flowers? I've got good coverage and I've got a good offense. Let's roll. Um, I just think that could be the piece. Again, it's a one-year deal. I mean, we already saw where they gave Ziggy money. He did nothing that year. So it does not cripple your football team if you give him $15 million for one year. Maybe he has an injury season. Maybe he comes in here and doesn't make plays. It's not going to kill us. But if he comes in here and balls out and is a great piece and a great teammate, even if he leaves after that year and goes and gets bigger money somewhere else, or go gets another one year deal from another team, I don't care in 2020. I want you Clowney. I'm looking at it now. It looks to me like the Detroit lions have an estimated $28 million just sitting there um, in cap space. I mean, yeah, go, go ahead and re-sign Kenny and Decker, but then use that extra money to go all in on uh, 2020 season and and make this a complete football team. I think that would give the city a shot in the arm. That give this defense a shot in the arm. Everybody then would be like, all right, we didn't really know about the defense, but adding another playmaker like that, even the people that hate him know that he's a physical beast and that he um, – you know, is better than what we currently have. So even the people that don't like him as a player knows that adding clowney doesn't isn't a negative to your team. I mean it's if anything, it's gonna be a big positive if, if it's anywhere in the middle, it's still better than nothing. Um Bob Quinn has saved money for too long. He sat there and has just piled up money, piled up draft picks. If his job and Matt Patricia's job are on the line, which you've heard me on the show before, say their job is on the line every year, basically. So they're not going to go out and sacrifice their entire future just to sort of, quote unquote, save their jobs. But yeah, they'll go out and spend on Jadavian Clowney because he's a premier player. He's the best guy left. They have the money. It's at a need. I mean, if I if this was a wide receiver we were talking about, and I was like, oh, go get this wide receiver. You got the money. We already have three, four receivers. We don't have another impactful rush defensive end. Now, don't give me that he doesn't fit the scheme. Don't give me, oh, you know, he's he's always off the field. No, he's not. Like this guy can fit any scheme. Just tell him go get the freaking quarterback. And if you run into the running back on the way by no problem. And he's he's big enough and he's stout enough to be able to play the run. I mean, I've seen him blow up the run game. I've seen him do things there. So, he's not a, a bendy, small edge rusher that will get demolished in the run game. He's not. Like I said, he's 6'5", 260-some pounds. Um, the the prototypical size that the Lions look for uh, on the edge. So, <sighs> this is going to happen, people. Clowney is going to be a Lion Everything marries up. Nothing has been talked about. There's been no rumor and innuendo that he's coming to Detroit. I'm just telling you now, on you'll be hearing this on June 3rd, that sometime after uh, kind of camps get rolling and, you know, things open up a little bit more, it's going to come out of the clear blue sky that jadavian Clowney is going to be a Detroit Lion. People are going to be just caught off guard by this move, but it's going to make so much sense. It's going to help the football team. And I see this guy coming in and being a Boy Scout for a year, being a heck of a ball player, um, something we haven't seen on having two edge rushers like this with a a decent back end of the defense and a good offense. Put us up over the top, man, to get to those playoffs and get to just uh, play the type of football that we've been waiting to see here in Detroit for a long time. I mean, I think that can get you a division title right there. That can get you that home playoff game that you've been looking for. And there's no reason not to do it when you have the money. He's a player at a position of need. He's still pretty young, 27 years old. He's, he isn't looking for, you know, he's, his price tag is coming down and his pedigree just says, this makes so much sense. Just go get it done. So I think Bob Quinn will get it done. I think nobody's talking about it. So I thought I'd break it out here on a podcast that this is going to happen and it's going to be a great day for the Detroit lions when it does. I'm going to take a quick break, catch my breath, and uh, man, I'm excited about this. I mean, as you can tell, I mean, this would be a heck of a move. Oh, 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 woo! I'll be right back after the break to talk about other free agents that are out there. If they don't get Connie, but they will, they're going to get to Dave and Clyde, but if they don't, i uh, got some other names I'll throw at you too here after the break. Everybody, we'll be right back. You ready? Showtime. Detroit Kool-Aid Drinkers, we are back from the break. Thank you so much for listening to our sponsors, Spotify and Anchor Podcasts. Uh, Please check them out. Um, If you want to listen to music, Spotify is a great place to go to. Basically knows what favorite songs you like. Just hit go on it. It's tremendous. And then if you want to start your own podcast or you want to check out uh, podcasting in general, go to anchor.fm and check them out for sure. So for the second part of the show here, I want to talk about other free agents that are out there. I did a quick look at kind of like the remaining free agents. Some names surprised me. Some I knew that were out there that may interest the Detroit lions. I'll just run down some of these and give some of my general thoughts. The first name I wrote down on here is a funny name because I think it was the tooth. It was the Eric Ebron draft. I know I shouldn't mention that name here on the podcast. One of Griff's favorite players. Um, But in that draft, the guy that everybody wanted in Detroit for the most part and thought was a need and a player that could help us was Darquez Denard. Now, he hasn't been a a good top NFL player by any means, but he uh, spent his time in Cincinnati there and has bounced around a little bit, I believe. Or maybe he's just finally getting out of Cincinnati. But uh, Darquez Denard, cornerback, um, you know, he's still highly rated on the list of available guys. I, I'm still not set at, at cornerback with the Detroit Lions. So like just because you drafted Jeff Okuda and you have Font and you've got Coleman and AO, you know, the bottom of that is, is really rough. I mean, you're looking at guys like the Windsock, sock, Mike Ford. I mean, you're looking at guys like Daryl Roberts. I mean, some of these special teams demons like McRae and, you know, heaven forbid we put Jamal Agnew back on defense at all. Like did anybody hear my rants about Jamal Agnew playing offense? Like Jamal Agnew can't play defense. He can't play wide receiver. He can't catch punts. We've all seen that. It's cost us football games. Like we're done with that experiment on all types of levels. I hope, I hope he's a cut and we let the uh, new kid, the Huntley kid get back there and, and see what he can do in the return game. But I mean, we just don't have anybody else on those on those backup corners. I think in the NFL these days, you need five, possibly six corners that are serviceable. Now, your, your five and your six aren't going to be top-level type players, but I, I'm telling you that even with A.O. a little unproven or even Coleman had his ups and downs, adding a guy like Denard is not off my radar. Um, I also have here Logan Ryan is still out there. I mean, these are guys that you could add, and then I feel much better about our corners in regards to injury. Um, when teams try to spread you out, four, or five wide receivers, like you've got to be able to have more than a top two to three corners to be able to survive. The other guy I have here is uh, Griffin, Everson Griffin. Um, you know that got cut by the Vikings. This guy's out there. A lot of people are probably were yelling his name when I went on my Javon Clowney rant. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he's he been good in his career. He He's a bit older, I believe. He's also had those mental, um, psychological type issues. I mean, that worries me. He is a physical beast, and I guarantee you could get him probably for dirt cheap at this point. I mean, it'd be great if he'd like to come in here and stick it to the Vikings. But to me, that's just the, that's the Detroit Lions fan that thinks they're going to get all these cheap football players. They're going to get these free agents that, that nobody else wants. And they're going to come in here and be absolute, you know, game changers. I mean, this is one of those scenarios where I'm just willing to pay Clowney the big money rather than try to go cheap on Everson Griffin and have to deal with his off the field issues or have to hope that, Hey, nobody else wanted this guy, but we went and got him and, and And he just is a complete, absolute monster. I mean, could happen. I mean, if you get him for a few million dollars and he comes in and he's just as physical and gets after the quarterback as uh, some of our other defensive ends. Wow, that'd be tremendous, but could happen. But, you know, I'm definitely going out and, and taking the big swing for Clowney, no doubt. Um, I got Mike Daniels on this list. I mean, defensive tackle. He talked to about the lions. We talked about that here on the show here recently. I don't know if that's politician, Mike Daniels, or if Mike Daniels does love it here. I don't know. I just know he looked terrible in his uniform last year and he made no plays. Basically, I think, I I went on that rant that he made no plays. I think he was rated decently when he was in there, but does anybody remember him? I think he made like two to three plays that I can even recall all of last year, but I think he had some decent ratings. He just didn't play enough and didn't really didn't show me enough. I really wanted a physical monster in the middle. And like I say, just with his, He just looked out of shape in his uniform. He obviously had the foot injury again. He's been hurt the last few years. I was really excited when they brought him in. Now to bring him back, I would definitely need to see a Mike Daniels from three, four years ago. Not what I saw last year. And I'm damn sure not giving him eight, ten million dollars. He's getting maybe three to five if he wants to come back and and play interior for the Lions. But he still is a a good locker room guy as well as a, a veteran leader. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it for the right price in the right situation. Uh, Marcel Darius, I believe, is still out there. Defensive tackle as well. He, again, great draft pedigree. He's been paid a lot of money, so I don't know if he'd be willing to come in for dirt cheap. But if he was, you know, he's got a nice skill set that I might be interested in when it comes to beefing up that interior. Grifka, this is for you, buddy. I know you're listening. I know you're out there probably shaking your head at a lot of the stuff I'm saying, especially when I'm cracking on you. But I thought, hey, why the heck not? If we don't get Clowney, which we will, you know, we will get on Clowney. But if for some reason we didn't, and we didn't want Griffin, and we were still empty at defensive end, you know what we do, Grifsky, We go out and get Ziggy! This guy is a beast! I mean, how many times I gotta tell you? What's he, 6'6"? Six, six? 275 pounds chipped out of granite? I mean, we go get Ziggy and we bring him back and let him rush the quarterback. You know that's what the answer is. All of you listening know that's not going to happen. You know that I loved Ziggy for years and I was just waiting for him to finally live up to his potential, which he never did because he was always hurt. I mean, Griff would often have 20-minute arguments about him on the show. Ziggy's not coming back here, but man, how interesting would that be if you just bring Ziggy back for a couple million bucks and say, Hey, remember what we used to do? Just go get the quarterback and, and, and try not to be hurt, please. And one of the last names I have on here, this is the name, this is, this is the Detroit Lions, the hashtag one pride, you know, type of name that everyone's going to clamor for. It's been out there for a couple months now. Um, Golden, you know, the defensive end, I think he's last played with the Giants This is the type of signing, again. He's had a little bit of success in the league, but not much. He isn't going to cost you much. He probably won't do much. Uh, But this is the safe, under-the-radar type signing that everybody wants to... They want to look past all the obvious, all the big names, all the guys you have to pay for, all the guys that might put us over the top say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to pass up Griffin. We're going to pass up Clowney. We don't need Ziggy or Mike Daniels or another corner. Let's go get Marcus Golden. That's going to that's gonna do it for us. Marcus Golden is going to be the same type of player that the Lions continue to get, which is these middle-of-the-road guys. Yeah, he'll come in and be a good teammate. Yeah, he'll be okay in uh, different parts of the ballgame but he's not gonna he's not gonna be a game changer. He's not gonna put this football team over the top and get them a home playoff game. He's not gonna wreck house, you know, from defensive end. And you guys are saying, "Well, Matt Patricia doesn't want to wreck house. He wants to uh he wants to play coverage and he doesn't care about pass rush." Okay, well, I care about pass rush. The Detroit Lions need to care about pass rush. The NFL cares about pass rush. You don't win ball games if you can't rush the passer. And I'm telling you that Golden would be that under-the-radar signing. He may come in here and be okay, but they need something more than that. They need more punch than that. They need a bigger swing. Come on, Bob Quinn. You've been being conservative for five years now. How about you... Pull out that big whooping stick and take a big old swing and try to knock one over the fence for once of the sport we shall not speak of instead of playing nickel and diming all the time. Like, let's go. I mean, you've you've created a good offense. You have some young defensive playmakers. Go page Davion Clowney. Make him a centerpiece of your defense. Make him feel like a valued football player and say, hey, go go get us 12, 15 sacks. Go, go and be a leader on this defense. And if you want to leave after this year, no problem. But we want the best Jadavian Clowney in 2020 that we can get. Everybody, that's what's going to happen. Those are just some other free agent names that could be out there, could be options. I'm super excited to see what happens. I I do think there's going to be some some movement and some some trades and some free agent signings as we get going here. I'd expect Clowney to sign with the Lions probably – Let's, let's put it right before the July 4th holiday. So let's get the state open back up here in June. Let's get things rolling. Maybe early July is when we're about ready to maybe have some camps and bam, the Detroit lions right before the 4th, of July holiday sign Jadavion County, bring him in at a nice, I'm going to say they're giving one year. What do I want to give him money wise? Jadavion colonies for the, Detroit Lions will get one year, $16 million. Uh, You know, they will put some parameters in there to cover their butt, but they will also, um, you know, be the best offer on the table, the best team available, and a place where he can come in and rec shop like he wants to do. It's going to happen, people. Mark it down. That's all I got for today. This is the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. This is your boy, Okri. Again, you can find me on Twitter, at Derek Okri. That's spelled D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. You want to call up that Detroit Kool-Aid cast listener line, 989-272-3484. Leave us a message. Make me laugh. Send us a text. We'll read it on the show. We appreciate all that. And man, it's just, it's always good to do a Grifka-free show. I got to admit, Like 20, 30 minutes just talking Lions football, not having to, um, you know, argue with that jabron or having to listen to his horrible takes. I mean, appreciate it. Grifsky, the waffle maker, will be back on Friday bringing you a solo show. I can't wait to hear what he has to say. Or or maybe I could wait. I could wait a long time, a real long time. Uh, But we'll do that this week. And then next week we'll be back here on the show as a combo meal talking Detroit Lions right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid Cast. Take care everybody. I'm out. Back to back, start the play. This game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions! Drink it in, man.